Hello and welcome to the Daily Post podcast. My name is Yuri Mello. I will be your host as I guide you through the most valuable and relevant emotional and psychological ideas. Ideas that will transform your perspective and enhance your personal life and relationships. Let's do this. This is episode number three, step one, move. Hello everyone, welcome to another exciting episode. Yuri here, I hope today is treating you well. I hope you're feeling well. Well, today I am excited to tell you a little bit about step one, which is creating some movement in your life. I have been in private therapy and private practice now for over 16 years. I mean, that's thousands and thousands of people that I've sat across from eyeball to eyeball, right, knee to knee, and we've cheered together, we've cried together, and I've heard the most remarkable experiences, the most remarkable stories, and been, gratefully, I have been part of some tremendous, tremendous outcomes as individuals have come and have sought to change their life, to transform their life, to better their lives. And that's what I want to talk about. As I've met with these individuals, I often find that their life needs movement. Something needs to move. Something needs to change. And that is not just something that needs to happen in their lives. It needs to happen in your life. And I'll tell you why. Because it is one of our keys to being happy in this life. I have a 10-step, and perhaps I'll talk about it another time, 10 steps that lead to tremendous joy, that lead to happiness and to feelings of accomplishment in this life. And one of those principles is the realization that we need to create and expand. That is exactly, that is just who we are. And I'll talk about that in just a moment. These terms, creativity and expansion, are not necessarily synonymous. But in my mind, they are too closely related to separate in this specific discussion. So if you are interested in investing toward higher levels of purpose and joy, you have to create movement in your life by engaging your creativity and always expanding. One of the most common conditions that people who report high levels of unhappiness complain about is feeling stuck and stale in their life. We must expand in part because that's who you are. That's who we're meant to be. And we have to arouse our faculties and engage in creative pursuits. There are many ways in which you can be creative in this life. Honestly, there are too many to list. I'm just going to mention a couple of you to get your brain kick-started. You can start a business. You can write a book. You can begin a free blog. You can learn how to play an instrument, write in a personal journal, practice meditation, learn how to write poetry, learn yoga or tai chi, create a meal, learn how to paint or draw or sew or make pottery, sign up and run a race. I don't care if it's a 1K, a 5K, 10K, half marathon, or even a full one or an Ironman, right? I mean, learn photography. I mean, the idea is the potential is absolutely unlimited. Investing in your own personal creativity is important because it connects you with beauty, either because you are creating it or by simply being exposed to it. 
Also, it provides endless opportunities for you to connect to meaning and achievement, which are important parts, they're keys to your joy and happiness in this life. Creativity and expansion are things we must do deliberately and consciously. A great book that I often recommend is The Road Less Traveled by Scott Peck. He states there, he says, again and again, I have emphasized that the process of spiritual growth is an effortful and difficult one. This is because it is conducted against a natural resistance, against a natural inclination to keep things the way they were, to cling to the old maps and old ways of doing things, to take the easy path. My hope is that as you begin to engage in creative and expansive endeavors, that you will absolutely improve the quality of your everyday moments as well as those around you. Another one of these keys to joy in your life is we must be engaged. Dr. Seligman, who wrote this book, um, oh my goodness, I forget the name of it now, uh, Flourish is what it is, and he was kind of the, the... the, the pioneer behind the kind of the psychological movement of, of positive psychology. Well, he talks about that people who experience high levels of well-being in their life are engaged in something that they perceive as meaningful. They're engaged in a way that captivates them and captures their attention. Look, as an avid rock climber, I know exactly what he's talking about. When I climb, my full attention and consciousness is engaged in climbing. When I write, I'm fully engaged. When I run, when I do therapy, when I'm with my children, when I'm on a date with my lovely wife, I'm engaged. Well, I try to be engaged fully, I should say. His solution is to become involved in things that engage and capture you. These things have to be meaningful and purposeful and can't be toxic, of course. I mean, those are basics. This brings me back to my final point of why you need to move. Because I find that people are always looking for who they really are, right? I'm going to go find myself. I'm going to find out who I really am, right? My truth, right? Well, the answer or answers to that question are not complicated. But somehow, sometimes we want to find something deeper and more convoluted. It feeds our egos a bit to discover something unique that we can wear like a trophy. And if you're a believer, as I am, in spiritual beginnings, namely that we're spiritual children, you know, born of a divine being or divine beings whose heart and purpose are set upon us, and that as children of that loving God, our birthright, should we claim it, is to be partakers of the divine nature and ultimately to be heirs to all that he has, then truly, truly, our value is great and potentially unlimited if we look through the lens of reincarnation or to even more organic and non-spiritual beginnings, we eventually ask the same question and are faced to either believe in or decide who we are and who we will become. Let me suggest a simple truth that seems to run across all belief systems. That is, we are evolving. That is, is who we are. We are constantly growing. 
And if we possess a gentle and truthful philosophy, that growth will promote peace, joy, love, compassion, and a mature responsibility to contribute. Physically, intellectually, spiritually, emotionally, we are made to evolve, and most often do, honestly, without any effort on our part. And yet, unconscious growth will only take you so far. And at times, our environment, family of origin, and history will impose upon us a variety of philosophies, ideologies, beliefs that are simply untrue and that can honestly be incredibly corrosive to the divine that is within us. As we talk a little bit more about this, the idea here is that we need, with a little bit of patience and with a little bit of work, we can expand some of those internal definitions, some of those internal ideas to more closely approaching the beauty, magnificence, and simplicity that lies beyond them. As you begin to view who you are, which is you are evolving, that is who you are, then everything becomes part of that growth. Our failures, misfortunes, successes, and other experiences all begin to carry within them the seeds of wisdom, redemption, depth, strength, and power. Attaining this enlightened understanding will allow you to be more accepting of where you are. You'll find purpose in what once seemed meaningless. What once irritated you now becomes the classroom. What you once took offense to and resisted now becomes a potential source of light and truth. The great fear that paralyzes us becomes overwhelmed by the self-evident hope that resides just beyond it. Pain itself transforms. C.S. Lewis, one of my favorite authors, wrote, We can ignore even pleasure, but pain insists upon being attended to. God whispers to us in our pleasure, speaks in our conscience, but shouts in our pains. Pain is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. As unbearable as physical, emotional, and mental pain can be, resisting it, avoiding it, being ashamed of it only seems to magnify it. Radical acceptance of things as they are and the search for starlight in the midst of the darkest night may yet be man's greatest achievement. Man and woman's, of course. As a result of this change in philosophy, your depression, your anxiety, your struggles become messages to you, telling you perhaps to stop and to take a closer look. Maybe something's not right. Maybe something needs to be attended to and resolved. As we stop avoiding and begin sitting with those difficult emotions, we will find that entwined in them are the erroneous, erroneous ideologies that must be transformed if peace is to be ensued. Guys, let the evolution begin. That is who you are. Do not sit still and stale. Honestly, honestly, there is no joy in being stale it cannot be in part because you are evolution in progress and i will see you next week bye-bye